We peeked around the corner, looking downstairs at the same time. Ah! It was standing right in front of us. The Great District Agency put us up in an Airbnb near our next assignment. We were hanging out upstairs in a loft. It was storming outside. We were just chilling, talking about some of the creatures we've seen working for the Great District Agency. I said to Chris, remember when you got bitten by a brownie? You know, the house elf that was running all over the house causing havoc in season one, episode two? Chris said yes. Then the lights went dim. We looked at each other. I headed downstairs to check the circuit breakers. The front door opened and a dark figure was standing there in the moonlight. When the lightning struck and lit up the doorway, it disappeared and then it reappeared, standing in the same position. It freaked me out. I ran and told Tracy and Chris. I said the front door opened and the dark figure was standing there, but then the lightning struck. It disappeared and reappeared in the same position. Chris said it probably was a man from the electric company. I said, how can he disappear and reappear in the exact position he was in before he disappeared? Chris said, your eyes were playing tricks on you from the lightning flash. I looked at Chris, wondering why he didn't believe me. So we went to see if it was still there. He was gone. Then it started lightning, and he appeared again after the lightning struck. It's standing in the doorway. We ducked behind the wall. Then we peeked around the corner to see if it was still there. When we looked, the thing was halfway up the stairs. We panicked and ran into the bedroom. We closed the door and hid next to the bed on the floor. Tracy noticed a dark figure standing in the corner of the room. Chris said, it's a coat rack. But then it moved. It scared the crap out of us. I used my flashlight on my cell phone to see what it was. And all we saw was the coat rack. Chris said, see, it's just a coat rack. Then I said, can you explain what we just saw moving? Chris said, it was just our imagination. Tracy said, whatever. Then my phone died. And Tracy and Chris didn't have theirs. I plugged my phone into my handy small pocket charger. Tracy said, I think it's a form of shadow people. I asked Tracy, what are shadow people? Tracy said, I don't have all the details, but I have Claire, our Great District Agency AI with me. I will ask her. Tracy said, Claire, what are shadow people? Shadow people are interdimensional beings whose dimension of origin occasionally overlaps with ours, which explains their shadowy appearance and fear of light. They are incredibly deadly. They can stop your heart and prevent you from breathing by touching you. There is a temporary defense you can use in an emergency. You can shine a light on them, and they will go away until the next opportunity arrives, during dim light to try and get you again. 
Shadow people have been around since the beginning of time and are a dark influence upon society. Typically, shadow people do not like to be spotted, but a person sometimes discovers them by mistake. They appear at night in low light conditions such as moonlight. Sometimes you can see them out of the corner of your eyes using your peripheral vision. According to the GDA database, there is a weapon we can use to catch them. It's called an infrared laser transporter. You will have to shoot the infrared transporter at the shadow people, and it will transport them to the GDA's containment facility. It will only work if you zap them somewhere within their torso. Also, the laser transporter transmits a laser beam of red light when you pull the trigger. We sat quietly on the floor next to the bed. Then we saw something move in the closet. The dark form looks like a human. It stood there. Its enormous eyes opened, staring at us. We couldn't run because the closet was next to the door. So we waited. And then it disappeared. We sat and waited before deciding to go for it and run out the door. Tracy said, Forget this. I'm out. I'm going for it. When she got to the door, it wouldn't open. So she ran back over to where we were. So we sat there. The shadow being appeared on the other side of the bed, staring at us with his huge eyes. We ran for the door. We got it open and ran towards the stairs. When we reached the stairs, we saw another shadow being at the bottom of the stairs. So we hid behind a wall. And behind us was another bedroom. From where we were standing, we could see the bedroom where we came from. We peeked around the corner, looking downstairs at the same time. It was standing right in front of us. Chris passed out, and Tracy and I turned around and ran to the other bedroom. I said, Tracy, we need to get Chris before the shadow being touches him. Tracy said, uh-uh, it's too dangerous. I said, we can't just leave him there. Tracy thought about it. She said, okay, go ahead and get him. I looked out into the hallway, and the shadow being was standing over Chris, staring at him. It looked up at me. I ducked back into the bedroom and closed the door. I started pacing back and forth, and then I remembered my phone was charging in my pocket. I grabbed my phone out of my pocket, and it was fully charged. So I ran into the hallway just as the shadow being was going to touch Chris. I shined my phone light at it, and it disappeared. Chris woke up and followed me back to the bedroom. I said it was time for us to come up with a plan. Chris said, we have the light on your phone. We can leave, and no one will ever know. The GDA didn't send us here for this. We have a job to go do. I said, this is also our job. 
even if we weren't assigned to do this. Chris said, let me hold your phone and I will go get the infrared transporter. Tracy said, no, you're not leaving us here in the dark with these shadow people. So we went to the mobile lab together. On the way there, there were shadow people all around us, waiting for a chance to grab one of us. They were making strange noises. It's a good thing I have my phone. We made it into the lab. I said, we're safe here. All the lights are on. Tracy said, I will get the transporter. Tracy knew where it was and said, I got it. So as we were leaving, Chris said, I don't have a weapon. Oh, I guess I'm the bait again. Tracy and I laughed. (laughs) Then we headed back to the house. Chris led the way so he could draw them out. And Tracy walked slowly behind him so there was enough space between her and Chris to give her room to zap them. I was in the rear with my phone, making sure nothing came up from behind us. Then one approached Chris. He screamed and ran to the house. Tracy zapped it with the infrared transporter before it could get Chris. Tracy and I also ran into the house because Chris was in there alone with no weapon. We made it upstairs and Chris was surrounded by shadow people. Then Tracy realized she had dropped the transporter outside. I gave Tracy my phone and I ran out to get the weapon. Next thing I realized, they surrounded me. Then I saw the weapon on the ground. So I jerked my way around them and grabbed the transporter. And I let them have it, zapping all of them all around me. And I ran back into the house. And I started zapping them inside. Then we didn't see any more of them. We stayed awake until it was time to leave for our assignment the following day. I received a phone call from my boss. And he asked whether we sent a bunch of shadow people here into the containment unit. I said yes. And he said great job. I told our boss we're heading to our scheduled assignment now. He said okay, be careful. Chris posted the Great District Agency sign outside the Airbnb, warning people, this is a great district. How about you? Do you know of a great district? Can you leave it in the comments below? And it might be our next investigation.